0: Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. Like
1: making it seem as though we're trying to be too progressive on too much. Um, and I was like, that that is a colonial mindset you've been sh- you've been shifted and moulded to think that you can't ask for more mm. and I was like that 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 is a you problem that's not a me problem and when I said that I feel like his mindset really changed like he realised that oh yeah like you're a product of colonialism and every time you say this you're perpetuating what they want you to say um, that shouldn't be how you're naturally built to, to think
2: yeah man we're in the building uh, give me five minutes podcast we are here myself Scar's and we have Elijah in the building. Yeah, we're here. We're here. And today we do have uh, some guests in the building. Oh that, yeah, that's <laughs> the bang, bang, bang. as usual, we will let them introduce themselves.
1: Sure. Hi, um, I'm Ola Awayo. Um I'm from the Black Card Tour. So I'm joined here with Nora. <laughs> Nora. Yeah. Um, wh- how how what are the intros supposed to? How contain? Deep should they yeah, go? How should, deep should they go? Deep, listen, this can... this is like the,
2: we we do deep here. Everything okay. is is. As, life Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life. <laughs> you know, so you can go really, really deep if you want to. If you want to keep It surface level, then hey, we'll still, we'll still get in there, anyways. Yeah.
3: What's we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. the last question?
0: Yeah, I'm Nora, or otherwise known as Nuriel on Insta, her host on the Black Car Talks um, on Tribe Edmund Radio. Um, and yes, I'm, I would say I'm there for the bants <laughs> <would say>, yeah. <laughs> Balance um, Yeah, balance
1: um, yeah. Yes, I'm Ola Awaya. Um I'm from the Black Card Talks um, And yeah, we do a radio show It's every week, uh, Sunday uh, Two to three is changing actually yeah. It's going to four to five um, in the new year um, And it's all about race, race relations, current affairs And just navigating how we play this game um, In this society really um, but yeah, that's me. Okay, 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 okay. That, that's my type of topic. Still, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think um, it's just that's just ideal for for this show. Yeah, we 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 love uh, the the topic of our existence. Should we say? Yeah,
1: and the politicization of it. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Yes. Ooh. How did
2: yeah. You, uh, already, already, already. <laughs> <laughs> this is the give me five minutes podcast with myself, scars, and Eli. You're done done.
3: How did the show start? I mean, like, what's the inception? Like, like, where was the idea for uh, it to come?
1: Yeah. So, um, actually, um, I put it out. Um, so before um BLM 2.0, I'd put it out to quite a few radio um shows in like 2019, 2018 type time. Um, to actually get a concept together, and the whole reason was it for it was because I'd always thought that um, when you compare the struggle of black people and you compare the story of what has happened to us, what we don't have is any form of retributive or restorative justice Mm. that allows everyone to say that this is what happened and let's move forward Mm. and we're still having conversations around reparations and whether or not we're owed them whereas when you compare it to a lot of other plights that are quite clear um if you compare it to um what happened to the jews and so on that there becomes a point in time where the world reconciles that something was wrong people were wronged and we move forward with reparations and or a system that works Mm. what happened to black people is that Racism never stopped, it just evolved. Mm. So we went from slavery to colonisation, to imperialization to decolonization, and just multiple layers. And it happens again with just a different country. Now it's China instead of Britain. Um, and what it means is that black people are just consistently at the bottom of the food chain. Mm. Um, in a conversation that we're all very aware of, no one wants to have it. And so the whole purpose of a radio show was to actually force people to have the conversation. I put it out, I tried to get people to talk about it, and mm. create fun ways of doing it and no one wanted to do it until BLM two when it became topical to talk about race because now everyone actually understood um the reason for it and why it was important. And so then I um, made the decision that it should be hosted by a black radio show so our um <laughs> so our voices won't ever get filtered in the in the fight, I guess. Okay. I've seen
2: like um some of the subject matter that you guys have posted. And do you guys ever get the feeling there are some people in, in the black community feel like, oh, why are you always talking about race?
0: Mm.
2: I don't know. Do, do people ever come to the show and say like, oh, God, give it a rest. Like it's not, not everything is racial.
0: Oh, mm. to the show.
2: Or, or 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 just in general, maybe I, to,
0: yeah. I would say to the show, it's usually non-blacks that will, will come and say, oh, get over it. But mm. like if, we, if we point out something, like or call it out, they'll come and say, get over it. In life... I feel like those people are maybe our parents mm. um, or like uncles, aunties, mm. older mm. people who have just gotten used to the issues that they have faced and Grilling just feel, and yeah, yeah, and um, just enduring basically. Yeah. And and then we come and say, oh, no, this is not right. And they're just like, I beg, sh- just sit down there yeah, yeah. carry on with your life. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they'll be the ones to say, just get over it. That's mm. how England is, this this yeah. is what we came here for, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, there's a difference. I feel like when we talk into to our audience of, say, our generation, our age, they understand where we're coming from. Mm. When it's, Fully. you know, the older, they're a bit like, "Will you keep quiet?" Yeah, yeah. And I remember I always talk about. Will you keep quiet? Hundred
1: <laughs> <100%.
2: laughs> percent.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I always talk about the conversation I had with my dad. um Where. He where he was saying that, like, he was talking about when he came to England and um, what he went through and so on and so forth. Um, and it was when I wanted to go to the BLM protests um, and he was like, he 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 didn't think I should go. Mm. Um, and he was saying that, um, like, things are so much better than they were. Um, and I remember thinking, I remember just being like, I didn't know how to say it, but then eventually, I, me and my dad are quite close, so I can talk to him anyhow. Shout out to you, dad. Um, <laughs> and he understands where I'm coming from. And basically, I was just like, I shouldn't have to clap for the progress because you can see that this isn't your story because i never lived yours Mm. so all the things that my dad went through with regards to racism i've heard them and it's not right that he went through them but i shouldn't be excited about the fact that my story isn't his Mm. what's still happening to me is wrong therefore i'm still able to fight it because there is still a better way um and he was like um you like making it seem as though we're trying to be too progressive want too much Mm. um and i was like that that is a colonial mindset you've been sh- you've been shifted and molded to think that you can't ask for more mm. and i was like and that 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 is a you problem that's not a me problem and when i said that i feel like his mindset really changed like he realized that oh yeah like you're a product of colonialism and every time you say this you're perpetuating what they want you to say um that shouldn't be how you're naturally built to think
2: you you know what i i feel like that's that's the the key of everything like this this disposition between you know, our parents who have come here as immigrants and, you know, they're just trying to exist, mm. live, give us a better life, quote, unquote. And on the flip side, I feel like older the older I'm getting, I'm realizing the, the flaws in the, the mindset. It. Yeah, like mm. it's almost as if, you know, it's, it's been brought up a couple of times, but me and Elijah, there was a show called The, the School That Ended Racism. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah yeah, 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 so the clip of uh the 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 young boy, his name is Bright, mm. and he's telling his mom, he's just explaining to her, like, oh, I went to Asda, the police guy stopped me, and he just, he did that, be- he told us because there's black boys around there, and he wants to stop us, but he's asking his mom, why? Like, Mom, it's not fair, like, why are they stopping me? And she's just like, you know, she's gone in, African. Oh, you know now, there's a lot of bad boys in the area. Yeah, So yeah. he's just doing his job. Yeah, yeah. You know, you need to listen to him. Anyways, so... Elijah feels that what she said was coonish. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, I. it's not like, oh, I, I wanted to defend it. It's just me more saying, you I kind of, You are defending
3: it, man. You well, well, put it, it
2: this way, put it this way. Even, even how Ola's worded it, that's where it is. It's more of a, it's a colonial mindset, yeah. but I don't feel she's trying to derail black people. So, I. so, in my opinion, I, I don't put it in a coonish box because she's not trying to bring black people down,
3: yeah. but, she Listen, is in her action yeah
1: she's uncle, mm. she's not uncle T- she's not uncle tom but yeah, like, yeah. It's coonish, like, like i can't call her like, yeah i can't yeah, call yeah. her a
3: full-blown coon but that is something that a coon would say that's yeah, just yeah. my whole my but point.
1: i think i think in that a coon will be worse so i think yeah and i guess that's the dis- distinction right if you're trying to create a sort of like um and whilst you shouldn't do this in this situation because i always say the least racist is still racist right but i think you have to take people's account for their story so this woman in this situation has um she has to contest with the idea that she's trying to keep her son safe and out of the police's arms Mm. um she's very aware um that um, demography doesn't equal destiny but the reality of it is that black people are the ones that are in these positions but maybe she does or doesn't know it's because black people are the ones that are being stopped at at a higher rate than everyone else Mm. If you even that out, maybe it'll be equal, and then it, that all transpires to one conversation with her son to say they're just trying to do their job. Like, how do you mm. do all of that at once? Mm. I mean, like, cool.
3: like, like I hear that. My biggest gripe with that whole thing is that she never told her son that it was wrong for the guy to do that. Yeah, like there was no even if she had said everything else and just said, you know what, that's wrong. However. You know, there's boys in the area, all that stuff. She never even just, she never acknowledged that what happened is wrong. Mm. So I feel that was the biggest thing. And that's her own son. It's not some random boy on the road, like it's her own son. So I felt that that was the biggest thing that was missing. She basically agreed. So I don't want him to grow up thinking, well, I just, I'm uh, like, I expect to be stopped. Yeah, Yeah, you should, but it's not right Mm. to be stopped. Even Mm. if you know you're going to be stopped a Mm. lot. It's not right, but where he needed his mum to just get the confirmation, mm. he's like, Mum, this isn't fair, but she's saying it's fair. You know, that's where I thought that that is a derailment mm. because that's another black person going out there thinking that they deserve that type of treatment mm. or that they deserve that type of punishment for no reason other than being black.
0: Yeah. What, what I would say is, and it's from speaking to my mum, is that there's a lot of fear. Like, if, if anything is different to what they know of or what they think is right, scared about it mm. so in that situation it could be a um, it could be a case of she just doesn't know how to articulate mm-hmm. that mm. she is more f- fearful of her son being doing wrong and then being you know caught up in the wrong gang or things like that as opposed to coming from the angle of you no know, this these are your rights this is what you should do yeah, yeah. this and that and the other some 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 people maybe don't have that information. They don't have that understanding mm. or the word, even just the confidence to just articulate that into one fell swoop for them. Yeah, yeah. And and that's kind of all, it all comes together. And, and it looks as though she's doing a disservice for the community, but it could be she just didn't know and mm. she's scared.
1: And I think what I would add as well is that, just that sentence that you said in terms of it looks as though she's doing a disservice to the community. Like we are all, like we the benefit of being white is that you're the default. Mm. You don't answer to anyone else. You answer to yourself and maybe even your surname, if that. We answer to every single one of us. So now we're all having a conversation about whether she did a disservice to her community in a moment where she had to teach her son something with all of those overwhelming factors. Mm. And it's, it's that situation on its own is wrong, let alone what it then creates in terms of what, how she can articulate herself and whether she chose the right words in that moment. Um, and I think that's that it's not fair to put that on her in that situation. Yeah. Because it, if you think about if you think about the realities of what these mothers are thinking and what they're dealing with and so on and and what our parents dealt with, it's very understandable. Like I talk about it so much that it's like if you if you look at the difference between Caribbeans um, that came here before our African parents did um the reality of the reason that, in my opinion, that I feel like Africans don't deal with the police the way Caribbeans do is because they learnt, they learnt from Caribbeans because Caribbeans' way of dealing with the police was very much we're going to fight you too. yeah we is head on, yeah. like we're not letting this happen, and so on and so forth. Mm. And so, to some extent. It feels as though Africans then came 30 years later, saw all of that and decided, you know what, I choose peace. If you want to be racist, I'll put my head down. I'll do this. I'll work 10 times as hard for half as much and so on and so forth and create this whole narrative around how you play this game Mm -hmm. in a way that isn't how they play it. Mm -hmm. And so the reality of it is that like in that situation, that story that she told her son, put your head down. It was just another way That was it. it. That's it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the narrative all of our parents told us and it's a su- survival technique. Um, and when you put it like that, it then becomes very clear. It becomes very clear why it's quite hard to put whether it was right or wrong on a mama, mother in that one instant.
3: That's yeah, yeah, like I feel you. Like, and that's why, like, I can't say, like, what I'm saying is it is a bit directed at her, but it's more about the words. It's more about nah. how we in how we can learn in the future how to not do that mm. you know like on like me me and Isaac have spoke about that a lot and like I'm not saying that my mum was saying go out there and go and battle them but for sure like I mean I, was, I hear what you were saying about like your mother but my mum always said it's wrong <coughs> even if you said don't fight them but that is wrong son and I just felt like
0: Yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah.
3: Like that's because that's what I'm used to. Like, there's at least a a a clear line of that is wrong, but still don't just understand what what it is. But I'm going to tell you that's wrong, though, son. Like that should not have happened to you, and but just make sure that next time, even if, as I said, even if go put your head down, don't argue back, don't fight back. It's dangerous out there. It's wrong, though, but it's dangerous out there. I just thought maybe just that, but. You know, that's just one clip isolated and... Yeah. yeah. It could have
0: been edited. You, you don't know
2: the full. Who knows, innit? Who I, knows? I, I do think, like... I wouldn't say, like, I, I disagree with, with what you said. But just... Sometimes I, f- I feel like where Africans are coming from, so in terms of the, the mindset, like not only did they, they definitely learn from Caribbeans. I just keep thinking of religion. Like they will use that to say that we won't be truth. rebellious. We won't yeah. be, we won't, we're very quite docile. Like mm. we, we're, we're very innovative in different ways, but when it comes to, Oh, Hey, this white guy says this, my mom is almost as like, yeah, just, just listen. Like, I don't know if you've seen her when they see us. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah Just
2: basically how that dad was moving. Like, I don't care whatever you have to do. Just listen to them. And, yeah just yeah. just say 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 yes say say no uh, as long as you can come home not understanding the detriment so, of yeah. yeah saying yes to something yeah.
1: And I, and i think you can take that all the way back to the idea that if you then separate again, Africans and Caribbeans, like mm. what were our lived experience that allowed us to say, it's easier to choose peace mm. because Caribbeans fights in what they would have went through to get to the, the independence that they got would have been very different to ours. Cause actually they were still trying to overthrow the monarchy. Mm. And in some countries, some countries, they only managed to do that this year. Barbados. Mm. So like, as in oh, yeah. their level of control is very different. Their relationship with the white man is very different. Um, whereas ours, to some extent, they're glorified um, and they have been because the difference between what happened to Caribbeans when they were told freedom li- lives in, um, in the UK, come and work for us, is that they were lied to. Mm-hmm. Um, when we came, we knew that they were lying, but we planned to go home and make it better. Mm-hmm. So we use them. Whereas Caribbean think not get the chance to use them. So I mm. think in that it changes. Like it, it then becomes like our relationship with the white man is it's just so different. different. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey hey guys, it's your girl, Asia J, and you are listening to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast with Eli and Scars.
2: Yeah, would you say like Africans when I think of us like literally living in our countries, whether in Nigeria, your Ghana, or your Togo or wherever it is, it's like we actually have value. Like we, we've got our own infrastructure obviously africa's not perfect in in any way Mm. but sometimes i just feel what what was the big hype that we came over here Mm. like especially like i don't know um i only can tell from your name i assume you're nigerian Mm. but i don't know where you're you're from but i'm
0: nigerian too
2: okay cool (laughs) (laughs) so we're all nigerians but and like a lot of people like my mom and her friends they were coming in the 80s then they were like yeah nigeria was we was making good money, but people just felt like they wanted to come for opportunity. And I keep thinking, now why? Like, in, in, in hindsight, even after 10 years, like, why? What's the, why, why is the, the energy to be over here and then you'll be here and then you'll be calling people back home, telling them uh, it's not all that great, but we're, we're still here?
1: But were they calling people, telling them back home that it wasn't all that great? Because I don't, I don't know how... Do you,
0: like, I, yeah, yeah. To, to the ones that are asking, yeah. you know. But what I heard was that back then, like around 10, 15, even 20 years ago, it was actually better. Yeah, that, yeah that's what better, I'm saying. Yeah. But I think it's all about perception and mm. how... how you know, the UK made it seem as though it is better over here. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of the corruption, like some of the leaders, the corruption that started to happen is that they started to kind of just mess up the country mm. and then make it appear as if outside is better than inside. Mm. And that is why people wanted to now go to get what they could to bring back. Yeah, But then by the time they've gone and made something... Going back wasn't an option anymore because then it had gone downhill, yeah. mm. and that's how we're all just still here. And even my mom doesn't; my parents don't want to go back in to Nigeria to like after retirement. Mm. They're like, mm. Nigeria is not a good country. Yeah, and I, I think it's also <laughs>
1: so. Like my 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 parents are different. So like. um but I agree with everything you're saying. And I think it is that. It's perception, it's marketing, it's ploys, right? It's, it goes all the way back to We Need You, the campaign that we've all seen about how people, we need you to come and fight for your country, mm-hmm. right? And actually, if you think about every single campaign that has happened since that has in, included black people we need we have opportunity here they did it to the caribbeans right and they said come and become nurses and so on and so forth and they didn't give them those jobs okay Mm -hmm. and said they did it to us but they did it under the guise of colonialism so they now said that you guys are all free independent countries you now need to learn how to run a democracy come here we'll teach you go back make your countries better right Mm -hmm. and all of that was under and I, i feel like I think it's um, the British book by Afua Hirsch that she talks about it. And she says, it's as though in that situation, what we were given allowed us to forget that it was another form of rule. That we would go and run the countries the way the British wanted us to run them. So we continued to be their colony. So then the version of democracy that we never knew that in 60 years we're being compared to countries that have had it for 800 It was all a plan Mm. so that we then get to the stage where we're looking at corrupt leaders as though people like Mugabe, who died having been the person who got independence for the country, had any time to learn what democracy even should have been. Like It it literally is, to me, it's just um, how can you continue to infiltrate? Mm. How do you keep your hands in the pies when you make it seem like you're no longer there? And so what you do is that you sell this come and learn or you can stay home and or away and you make it seem like these countries are failed states um, because you've left. And then it creates this narrative of all we talk about is the corruption when we're, all we're seeing in this country is the same thing. Mm, yeah. So we're making it seem like Nigeria so much worse. The difference is that the British people are just very insidious mm. with their corruption. Mm. Nigerians are loud about it.
2: Mm,
1: yeah. It's the only difference. Mm
2: it's I a good agree.
3: point isn't it like but it's like it's almost like we'll release the uh physical chains but then like we'll encourage the mental ones so like when it's a mental thing we don't need to be there no more it's just it's, it's, it's almost on autopilot yeah. mm-hmm. you know instead of saying you have to be like us by force now if you just think like us yeah. or we get you to think like us then we'll have you under our rule or under our motive like forever so i think that's kind of what's happened there what would you um both you guys say this year on the show was like a really like hot topic or that got a lot of buzz or would you say like what event happened in the world that you can remember on the show saying look that was like a highlight kind of a moment like a lot of people were talking there was a lot of popularity on it
0: there was quite a few things um and we spoke about them today um well, the one that really got everyone talking uh, Most recently is Is Boris gonna Is he gonna go Yeah That got everyone talking mm. Um Also um Which I, 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 and I'm not sure why But With Sean Bailey When he was running for mayor mm. Okay So what we did We broke down um, His manifesto For people to understand What what actually he's He's like running for mm. Mm. And, um, and then broke down Why we think that It's not gonna be it's not going to work and the issues and yeah, that really, that had everyone talking. Um, that's the bang bang. That had, had everyone talking. Um, yeah, so I think definitely um, Sean Bailey and I, I
1: think just that whole London Mayor yeah. point in time, like who's going for London Mayor, what do they really stand for and what does this mean for Londoners? I think that, because I think over the course of the year, what we've seen is that politics has become a lot more interesting because we're looking at the scandals behind people mm. as opposed to what they're actually saying. Yeah. Um, and so naturally, people that were once apathetic towards politics are now interested because of the people. So we are in a real prime time where we could change things because people actually want to know yeah. if these guys are really as, as as corrupt as the media are portraying. Yeah. So
0: I think that was one. I think Also Megan. Yeah. Megan yeah. and Piers Morgan. Yeah. Oh, that gosh. Here we
3: go. Again. A yeah, that
1: was a well, Are they going to
3: leave this girl alone? They will. Are they going to leave her? Like, I think
0: I personally think they're using Megan as some type of scapegoat because yeah. she's doing what the rest of us would have loved to do, mm. but didn't have the standing, the insight or the position yeah. to do that. And she's done it. And it really, really bothers them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like Diana. Like anyone that can be seen to just rebel to the point in time where um, it's sort of like what's who can speak louder. Mm. Um, so actually, like, is it wiser for us to allow um, Megan to not say anything and to have embarrassed us? Or is it better for us to continuously embarrass her so that people don't remember what she embarrassed us for? So no, everyone forgets that Mm. she showcased how racist the monarchy is. Mm. Instead, we just can, we talk about how they're getting jets everywhere. And can she really be, can she really be um, that into the environment as she's flying in private jets? It's just Mm. rubbish. Just just change the narrative. That's just always chip away at it.
2: And I still don't understand what she's done. No, she, I, I think yeah, she's like, just she existed. So she yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's that's like she hasn't vocally no, said anything. Not, like, when well, I, well, I well, hear people the say, they get so specific. Yeah, you you know she's really greedy.
0: How do you know that? Yeah, what
2: what evidence you have? Oh, she's really the way she talks to Harry. What? I think I I think I've heard her Where's say like video? 10, ten words. But like, I don't video? even see her vocalize that much like
3: It's not that. I said it before. I just think that for a lot of these people they cannot and will not accept that number one, Harry even went for he's for to her, yeah. yeah, he's even attractive. But o- almost what's happened now is that because he's left the monarchy, they were never sleep to know that someone actually <laughs> gave up the crown for a black woman. That mm. is almost like no, like there's no way that it's, it's just, she must be using voodoo. Yeah, like she must be like and that's they won't accept that he just came up with that from his own mind. He's like yeah. I want to leave, and, mm. and
1: the thing that makes that the most interesting is that the reason they won't accept it is because the media won't allow them to. Mm. Mm. Like all of the things, all of the examples that you just gave, Mm. like she's greedy, she's this. It's the media. It's the media. There's no way. They don't know her from Adam to know that that is her, that's her persona. For you to be picking up instances and examples of when she did, that it's exactly the same thing as when the media were saying, why can't she let go of her bump? But then they were saying about um, all the pictures of her holding her bump in the pictures, but they were saying about Kate Middleton, look at how she cares for her tender child before it's even born. It's the media. So they're they're controlling the narrative to how we see her by just, just... just dropping things in there that make us question her character when she hasn't showed us anything. So then the point that you make about how bloody dare he leave the monarchy for a black woman. The second bit about that is that she's never even called herself a black woman. Let's deep it. She's never done it. She's even talked about the fact that she's lived her life in the privilege of being ethnically ambiguous. That's the only thing, just the closest Mm. she's ever come to calling herself a black woman. So real. It's the world. The world, the media are the ones that are doing it for her. And so while she's living her life quietly, just trying to get by, the media will be chucking in the yeah, story like, here. Yeah. Chucking in the story there.
3: I mean, she can say she's ambiguous, but like the world is saying now, nah, like you are black, black, honey. Yeah. And, and like, you know what I mean? Like we're getting in line. That's basically what they're saying, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, all this stuff about greedy and all that. You, you know how it is. Like, oh, well, she's greedy because she asked for like a second glass of wine. Oh my gosh. like yeah. she's, she's a tyrant. I, you know? And a to tyrant. me, because because it's like, it's
2: like, I literally do see her like like Diana, but I'm like, yeah, she's actually got black in her. So so I don't know the the energy, the what she gives off. I wouldn't even
3: say that. Sorry, I wouldn't even say that. I think Harry
2: is stepping in his mom's footsteps yeah, more. To right. be honest,
3: like yeah. he, he's the one that's actually stepped out. Like,
2: yeah, know? I don't, I don't, because I don't mean it like a because I don't know about her charitable kind of personality. I mean it just more somebody who's not in a royal family, who is a bit of an out. Side or Even energy. in her personality yeah. Like maybe I didn't know she was an actress Even I ended up watching Suits Just see her face pop up Like what Michael, Meghan Markle Oh my god Like I, did, I didn't know Know this information But the point is She's already even coming from more of a celebrity yeah, yeah. world. Like she's not coming from um, she what's it? This aristocratic it. Yeah. royal. She doesn't
0: care. She doesn't need them, and that's something that they don't like. She yeah. doesn't need them. She doesn't need their money. She doesn't need none of that. Yeah. She's yeah. she yeah. has it all in her own right. And
1: so when she doesn't have to talk about it, when she doesn't have to show that she needs it, all that it looks like is grace. It looks like Grace that she's rising above it consistently, mm. and then the easiest way to tear down our ability to think maybe she's not that bad is to keep going. Mm. Yeah, and going. and it won't stop. They won't stop.
3: And it won't stop. How yeah. about um, what's it, Bailey? Like, what was his manifesto saying?
1: Oh, um, so if I was to flashback, so mm. this was May, like obviously I think the elections were like the sixth of May or something like that. Yeah. Um, but one of the main things that he said so oh, there was two things the youth club thing yeah and okay so, and then the police officers oh so one youth club per borough yes um, and he so he's an ex <laughs> he's a ex youth worker it's the faces oh, I'm sorry like, well,
3: like if, if you see my face but, yeah, but anyway yeah, like, we'll yeah. move on
1: well I mean even to you guys like why do you think that that won't work one youth club per borough in London why is that why is that not going <laughs> oh,
2: just, just even down to demographically like space how can you have one like we have many boroughs mm-hmm. like just Mathematically, like, if I think, what? I think there's about 20 or about...
1: Yeah, something six. Yeah, thirty yeah, yeah.
0: Ah. 30 plus. It's
3: I'm almost thinking. the same as, like, saying, like, there should be one church, but, like, in every borough. Yeah, I mean, right. much, like... Everyone has to come mm-hmm. to this there's one, one yeah. location. Yeah. And, like, what activities are they going to do? How big is it going to be? Is it, if it's going to be the size of Westfield, uh, the youth club, mm-hmm. then, yeah, maybe you can have one because there's enough space to do uh, many different activities. But if it's going to be the size of just, like, a regular building... I mean, what like two thousand, three thousand kids a day? Yeah, gonna yeah. go there? No way. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not gonna work. With exactly.
0: What budget? And then what yeah. we highlighted was that in certain boroughs where they have postcode walls, how do you expect? Of course, those yeah. kids to go somewhere where they feel they can't go because then it's gonna start some type of you know I don't know something issue, yeah, yeah something it yeah shall. literally. So in the um so I live in Barkin and Dagenham, um and I used to
1: volunteer at Box Up Crime and we have three different. Locations because some young people just couldn't go to one of the locations at points yeah. of time, um, and because that was such an issue, schools then started creating spaces for us to do sessions. Oh yeah. wow! Like that is that yeah. that's, that's unfortunately what, that's
3: what it is. That's what, it, mm. is that's what that, it is. That's
1: real youth work. And this guy is an ex youth worker.
0: That was his proposal, and so totally like, over just overlooked that whole issue completely. Yeah, or
1: chose to for the sake of it, looking like he was trying to solve a problem with the youth.
2: When it comes to this, that kind of gang warfare i think a lot of them yeah they don't it's kind of like i feel like they don't respect it enough it's like yeah someone's passed away or whatever but yeah little things like that like the little postcode beefs so if you've got a child your child is going to a school on this side of the town and he can't even go to that adventure playground on on that side of town that's irrelevant or the same like football imagine you can't play in this area because you're you're from the east side and we play Communal games in West, yeah. whatever West London or yeah. whatever. It, it's not a good, good dynamic at all. There, I there, don't think they think about it.
1: There's teams for this in the council. Mm. So oh, the really? idea that he would be the mayor supporting these local councils, and you've basically just eradicated the ability for a team to function yeah. with your decision, just mm. like that. Yeah, like wow. there are teams. Like And obviously it depends on the level of deprivation of the area and so on and so forth. But teams exist. That's that, That's what happens with prues. Like when the, some of these children will then get to the stage where they get kicked out of school, mm. it then causes more issues because actually what prue are you going to go to and how are you going to get there? There's sometimes provisions to get kids in taxis to go across so that they can get to yeah. other areas. Like these are real things oh, that wow. happening in the council that you would then be responsible for. Multiple, like, I
3: think it just shows he's very disconnected
1: Absolutely,
0: very
3: disconnected. I Completely. would say, like, I mean, for him to not even know what's even going on in London, like, I mean, I know London, like, it's not the biggest city, like, you should know. Look, that this is actually happening. Like, mm. someone can't go to this postcode to that postcode, whether it's in the same borough or not. Mm. Like, so just having one youth club that's going to be a war zone yeah. doesn't even make sense.
1: You're literally creating a point in time where the war zone will happen. You're, yeah, you're, you're saying, "Come here and die."
3: Like, mm. you know,
1: if you're being honest, yeah. and then in the same breath. The second one of his pol- policies was 8,000 new police officers. Um, and they were all supposed to be community support officers and so on and so forth. And it was like, this is literally at the point in time where confidence in the police is at an all-time so low. Yeah. Not only for people from ethnic minorities, across the board. For women. For women, everything. And this is your your proposal. is not even like, you're not trying to use the neighbourhood officers that you have to potentially go into schools and talk. You're actually just trying to get more on the streets. That's not gonna, that's not it. That's not
3: it. Yeah, it doesn't work. Come on. You listen to the Gimme 5 Minutes podcast.
1: Gimme 5 Minutes
2: podcast. <laughs> know, and security and things like that. There was a article, no not article, It's was like a, a YouTube video I saw from, there's an artist called Rimsey. He's like a, I don't know, have you guys heard of him?
0: I think so, what like the, what the gr- drill? Yeah, that kind of stuff?
2: yeah, I don't know. I don't. I would don't know if he's drill per se, but like he's 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 like an older artist, if oh, that okay, makes sense. Okay, yeah, okay. but let's just say he's he's with the street rap kind of stuff, you okay, okay. know. So you know, like a lot of these artists can't do shows. They can't just set up their own show. It would get shut down. Different things like that. So oh,
1: is he the guy that his show was shut down multiple yeah, times? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so
2: yeah. he's he's now. I think he's showing a message with him and the promoter, mm-hmm. and basically um he's offering to pay for more security you know so some other you know lady uh one of these social media people was just like yeah like all you rappers that's what you should be doing now you guys bring all these people to these shows so that's how it should be you should pay for more security so i kind of feel like what do you what do you think about that dynamic like is is that kind of like the right mindset for it like because we believe these people are quote-unquote dangerous even though at all these shows, I don't really see it as our young people are at these shows. It's all these kids that don't live this life. Mm. They don't understand it at all, but mm. they're the ones that inject the money in. They're the ones who probably online even saying, ha ha ha, your up is dead. What are you mm. going to do? Things like that. So I keep thinking, why should they be the ones paying for security? Why don't just get more policing? Or I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you guys think?
1: Um, I think, I think you're right. I feel like there's, so I used to work with the police. Okay. Um,
0: can you talk freely um now. to some extent
1: <laughs>
2: yeah yeah no, we, we we've I've had an, said, an experience like that yeah yeah i've always said don't <laughs> get yourself in trouble please <laughs>
1: no, no 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 like i've always i've always talked freely about my own experience so okay. i i um when i joined the organization i joined was all for the purpose Is all for the purpose of the idea that demography doesn't equal destiny so if we can have better police officers and better community officers we can change the game we can actually build trust and we can we can work to that so i don't work with the police, her manager. I uh, work with an organization that's like an arm's length governmental. Okay. So we have more power to do change. In my opinion, I feel like the organization could be bolder. I'm no longer there. Um, and mm-hmm. so um that that's that's basically that's basically Because
2: because they're not bold?
1: Um, no 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 um, well yeah basically okay. I don't think they're I don't think they're bold enough. And so um well I, I'm I'm not there anymore because I think we could do more. Now in that um with that situation, I think the difficulty is that when you have a genre of music that has been created to tell a story of certain types of people. You're completely right. It's not only the people that live that life that are listening to that music. There are some people that want to live that life that listen to that music. You can use America and you can use gangster rap as the way to profess that you will have people that have absolutely no affiliation with that lifestyle perpetuating living and pretending that that is their life. Mm. And so now all of a sudden we're in a conversation where we're talking about those people now having to pay for that. Now, if you were take to take all art as art, it isn't really anyone's, in anyone's individual fault that people can take from this music, X, and decide to do Y. It isn't their fault what people decide to do with it. Mm. What I think is that in those situations, the police need to be wise or these associations need to be wise about what could happen. So... The solution isn't just to stop it, because really the solution is to stop creating the systems and structures of crime that mean that people are making music like this. Mm. It shouldn't just be to stop the concerts and don't let them happen and so on, because all you're doing is creating another narrative, another hatred towards a system. Mm. That means another type of music will come Mm. because grime is not the first to be underground. against the system another will come if you shut this one down you need to deal with the problem so to then tell them to pay for more security is equally again we're not talking about the right things we're not focusing on the right issues and also we're not addressing the fact that the people that are in that concert are not the dangerous ones they're the Mm. ones trying to live a lifestyle and therefore dangerous things happen because they're pretending
2: Mm. for sure for sure yeah well put well put and that's pretty much what yeah there's Another rapper. That's what he suggested. He was like, "Look at the kids that are buying the music. They they should be held a little bit of accountability on their side." Because I think this year, that's what I've seen the most. I feel like even just on a business level, it's like the consumer's voice. When when you as the person who's either buying the product or, you know, you're you're invested in this movie, whatever. I feel like if I, I might like this this juice hair, and oh, I, I see something on there on the card and I don't agree with I'm going straight to Twitter and I'm going to let them know mm. how how much I dis, how, how much I'm disgusted by what I see but then why why should I have that voice like it's not it's not that deep like uh, I just feel too many people have uh, voices that I wouldn't say we shouldn't be heard but
1: A
0: problematic yeah,
2: yeah yeah let's mute it we'll, <laughs> or lock it up yeah,
0: yeah. I think we're living in a, in a day and age now that whatever feeling, whatever opinion that you have, there is many outlets for you to to voice it mm. um, and you can reach a lot of people all at mm. one go um, and that's kind of, it's kind of scary in a sense. It's good that, okay, you know, with what we're doing, the kind of conversations that we have, it's good because we can reach a lot of people but then when you have people that are going to talk about things that are not beneficial or progressive Mm. then um that's going to do the opposite
1: yeah yeah and it comes
0: back to that point that we
1: said about the black women having to speak on behalf of the whole community Mm. because we define that by what does what the the majority of us feel and therefore what should the majority of us be saying Mm. um and so then we all have to live that because the reality of it is that people are trying to find any single way to tear us down and that's a lot of responsibility to put on the the shoulders of someone that's just trying to be in a country that doesn't want to let them (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean Like At mm. the same time While people don't even have to They don't even have to Bow down to a community They can just yeah. be Like I said White people are the default
3: mm. I mean like For the most part Like I would say Like the people did speak Like we did a poll On our gram And they they agreed With uh, Scars Like they They agreed with him They were like saying that Like basically What you were saying About the mom And everything like that They, they said I was too harsh So <laughs> So like Thanks everyone that voted So um, no like It's all good In terms of like The show Uh, black card talks what would you say is like the most like what's the i think the term i want to say is end goal like what is the end goal like i I think i always put it as what needs to happen that the show doesn't exist anymore in the world would you say like you actually say you know what like we don't actually we don't actually need to do the show anymore
0: Mm.
3: like what point like what does the world look like in that type of situation
0: It's a big question Mm. It's a very big question And I think As you were asking it I thought I was like What And then the only thing That came to my mind Was when racism Doesn't exist
3: Mm. Is that is? Would you say That's an achievable goal For it to not exist
0: Um, Achievable If we If we look at a timeline So For example If we say Is it achievable Within five years No Mm is it achievable in our lifetime? Maybe. Mm. Is it achievable maybe in like, say, I don't know, maybe 70, 80 years? Possibly. Mm. But we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Essentially. And, and mm. I
1: think I would add, and I would say like, um, so the whole reason it's called the Black Card Talks is because we always talk about how how racism works and how insidious it is right and once upon a time we were in a position where if you ever tried to question the intentions and or the response or behavior of a white person you were told you were playing the race card yeah right? As though yeah. it was, it as though it was our power. But in that statement, they're taking it away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're taking your power away from you and telling you you can't play that card. Therefore, you can't actually raise the fact that someone's behaviour, actions, or attitudes are wrong. Um, and we live in a country where it's um, where it's more insulting for white people to be called a racist than the actual racism they've done. Mm. And that's the reason why it's called the Black Card talks. Like, take the power back. Um, ah. And so, actually, when. when- <laughs> ah, okay.
0: okay. That's the yeah, of that. <laughs>
1: um, so i think for me like when we don't need it anymore is when we don't need to play a game yeah mm. like when we get to the stage where all of our players are very aware and um, whether or not you are white black any person you are everyone is very aware that racism exists and we've we've chased the version of it that is insidious into the shadows and we can all play on an even playing field that's when that's when you don't need it anymore because mm. we don't the, the purpose of what we're doing is to create the conversations that have never been had, mm. that have created space for these covert versions of racism that we experience. Mm. Once we no longer need to have these conversations and everyone is just aware that racism is always happening, eventually people are going to have to answer to it. Mm. Systems are going to have to change. Things are going to have to change. And we can be there to talk about all of those things as they happen. But then eventually y- you're not needed anymore because there's no game to play
3: yeah it's evolved now isn't it like i mean like when say when people m- may not even say the race card now say like you want to talk about say like injustice in like a trial or something like that though someone will bring up oh yeah but like remember the oj simpson trial when like he got a free or something like that and i and I've i've always heard that. i'm like mate like we're in the year 2001 like, you're going back to 1995, mm. like, what, 25, 26 years to just try and bring up an, a, a quote-unquote example of, of a big case where, like, a black man was was, was found innocent. I'm not going to get into the trial stuff like that. I'm just like, like look how, but I can go month by month of all the injustice that yeah. happens. You know what I mean? But you got to go back 25 years. Okay, so <laughs> after, after OJ, like, so if that's the example you want to use, okay, mm-hmm. so how about anyone else? Yeah. You know, like, no. Like, I feel like you're right. In terms of saying that like, you can't say anything because you got it one time, you know, or you have the power, but... You're right. Like he's almost taking it away in that sense. It was almost like disregarding what you're saying and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. which is which is all too common and it's and it's a good tactic. And I feel yeah. people get frustrated whenever they're they're in that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Like especially like if you're getting challenged on your on your view and stuff like that. Like I feel shows like yours is good to hear and good to listen to so that when you so that you I feel that people need to be a bit more equipped when they're challenged on their view. So anyone can say for example like Black Lives Matter and then someone can say, Okay, all lives matter. Okay, but instead of getting angry and shouting and like it's a shouting contest, like actually explain to them like why you why you're actually saying that and why what they're saying is actually is not is not we're not saying that, like, for example, you know, like how it is, like okay, all lives matter. Today. We're not saying that all lives don't matter, but we're mm-hmm. just saying that we need to acknowledge that the black lives it's
2: kind of like matter. articulating yourself, what yeah. You, what instead you were of saying just earlier, angry, saying yeah. oh,
3: like you're that, oh, like, you're racist, like, and then yeah. it just goes back and forth into like some shouting match. Actually, just hit them with some intellectual, intellect, yeah, yeah. with, with yeah. Some intellect, and then you'll see. That the argument crumbles and stuff like that. I and,
1: feel, and I think like, and as much as we want to definitely do that because that's really important. Like we've always talked about how you can, how you learn to navigate this game. Basically, like mm. the things that you say that will hit home the best way. Like we, we're not, we're not the only. We, we can't speak on behalf of everyone to say that this is how you do it. Mm. But actually, if we all talk together, we can figure out the best way. Does that make sense? And 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 I think that's why we always say join the conversation because it can't just be us that are sitting there thinking, Oh, maybe this would work because someone will have someone will have another version of that story. Oh yeah, for sure. That yeah. it didn't work for them. Yeah. And so then we we all need to be very aware of this. Um and I think and I think that's it. Like it's it's also and then it's also for the people that aren't allies that need to hear it. I was just about to say that down. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when you can give facts, figures, examples and so on, at some point in time it's it's the point that you made are, are you not ashamed that your your example is 30 years ago like these are all of the ones that i can give you now yeah <laughs> um, this year this year yeah, like, like you know what i mean it should
3: be embarrassing that yeah, you have to go exactly. that far like yeah it should exactly. be embarrassing with your chest your yeah head,
1: do you know what i mean like and and i think what we've gotten to finally is a point where once upon a time lived experience was seen as futile it wasn't important like oh that happened to you and it's really sad and we're only getting to the point in 2021 when we're realising that lived experience of many is col- collective data. Yeah. So, yeah, Oh, yeah. And, 100%. Uh, it's like now all of a sudden all of the stories make sense to the numbers. And mm. now mm-hmm. you're in a stronger place to argue because all of us have experienced the same thing. Mm. So who is this individual to argue yeah. and give us a case from 21 years ago?
3: Yeah, it's, you're right. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that because I feel everyone experiences that. If there's a road that, like... 100 100 people have died on in one year you're gonna feel scared about walking down that road like nothing's happened to you Mm. but because of everyone else that has gone through that like horrible thing on that road you're just gonna experience it when you're walking down it like you don't have to experience it so you're right like the shared experience even on a subconscious is Mm. is in there you don't have to be the one experiencing it but you're living in it and you what you won't realize is that your day-to-day activities and your lives are actually um are actually being controlled by that experience exactly yeah. so i think what you're saying is right like you better join the conversation because it's, it's, it's going on without
0: you yeah, yeah, you know
3: yeah. and your input isn't it isn't in there yeah which is very, and which is I mean, very I mean, interesting it's,
0: and it's also for us as well like from doing the show i've we've had these conversations and you know things that happen at work say you know you experience microaggression at work, a bias at work, and you don't really know what it is, and mm. can you you kind of internalize it and say, "Oh, maybe because I was a bit too." Maybe I was a bit too assertive, maybe too aggressive. Or mm. I should have just known my place. I shouldn't have said yeah. this. Or mm-hmm. oh, they they're just, they're just being inquisitive. They didn't mean it like that. Mm.
3: Or oh, it, it was that time I came late, like six, yeah. like six, awesome. s- six months ago. That's probably why. Oh, mm. oh, maybe my
0: food is a bit too smelly for you know the lunch, you know the kitchen. And oh gosh. So you kind of internalize all those things, and they kind of when you do that, it, it kind of worries you in the mm. background. You don't realize. Yeah. And we have these conversations. And then someone else says, yeah, actually, that happened to me at work. Mm. And this is the reason. We break down all of these terms. We start looking at how they actually affect us psychologically. And Mm. then we say, actually, this is not something I should have been bearing and saying. this Mm. is the norm. This is this. This is that. And this is how I deal with it. So it's also a place for us to to commune and talk and then get advice from each other at how we're going to handle certain situations. Yeah,
1: And I guess I, I actually think, that is so powerful because I think the next stage then becomes how do you evolve to solve it before it, the next thing happens? Mm. Because yeah. that's, other, that's another really important part. So maybe the Black Card Talks never ends because actually racism is insidious enough that it does evolve. That's what I was going to um, say. I,
2: I feel like y- 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 you'll you never end it. Yeah, You'll never end it.
1: Yeah, because there'll just be another way that we need to. Because one of the things I always say is that um, one of the, like I've talked about how um, you know what? You have to take little bits of power back, and so on and so forth. And Nora's just explained how you're being gaslit at every every point in time. Like um, the boy, the boy that went to his mum for a sorry or that yeah. shouldn't have happened, was being gaslit to say, "Well, people like that look like you are doing this," so he's doing his job. Mm. In every situation, you're being gaslit, and so um, it's sort of a little bit like we we need to create a space where we can have these conversations. But one of the problems that we have is that um, in the fight to make sure that we understand like we can get to the point where we're like oh it's not just me that's thinking this this is happening is is the fact that all of these new terms are being coined to explain what it is Mm -hmm. racism. Mm. like we're we're creating so many different words to do the same thing mm. that we're actually giving white people the ability to say I'm not a racist.
3: Yeah.
1: Correct. I mean? yeah. Like I'm a microaggressor. Not that they can make that word into a verb, but they will. But they will. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and I will never be surprised.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's exactly where casual racism comes exactly. from. Exactly. We can
1: create these versions. That's why I said the least racist is still racist. Yeah. We can create these versions that allow it to be like you we don't need to address the learning you still need to do Mm. um because you're not as bad and that's the problem that whether it's a microaggression it's the least racist it's casual racism so on all of these things chip away at your psyche Mm. all of these things allow you to think that when you were told you're playing the race guard you were forced into silence in that moment Mm. and it's just like how can you how do we stop that Mm. how do we get ahead of that that's really it how do we get ahead of that I like yeah.
3: white supremacy, man. Like I like systematic white supremacy. I feel that's a good. Like I don't like the. No, I, I, like as the a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Like I like that as the term. Mm. I know there's a lot of different. Like you said, microaggression. This, casual. This. Okay. Left that, okay. right that, yellow this, and oh, you and blue mean blue that? But I just like look.
2: So categorizes what they're yeah.
3: It's systematic white supremacy. Look, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's, and that's a term that mm. that uh, that white supremacists made up themselves that's not a term that any black person gave they created that own term themselves that's what they said they said we are white supremacists so I'll say, look, if that's what you want to call yourself, then that's then that. Someone can say they're not a white supremacist and so on and so forth. But I feel that just encompasses everything. Yeah. Because if you water it down more, 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 more. It loses meaning. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, even when I heard it just now, like casual racism, man. My gosh, like, that's like someone put a dagger in, mm. like, in me, man. That's yeah. just like, what is that about? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. how? how where, where's just... the dictionary definition of that, yeah. you it's know? Like, yeah. It's
0: like bleed gently. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like,
3: it's like, it's when you go over fir- 37% racism, that's now yeah, serious yeah. racism, but yeah, yeah. below that it's casual. <laughs> Come on, like, where's the measuring stick for it's that? It's so
1: true. And I think the reason that, like that point in terms of systematic um, white supremacy, the reason that is so important is because we forget that all of the things that we're now sitting around perceiving and not being able to actualize because we don't have the words for it or we're not sure that everyone is going through it, they're showing us in the media daily mm they 're showing us in films consistently, mm. like they will create narratives like the only reason when you think about the racism that exists in the north where white black people do not live like it 's because the version of what they know to be black is negative mm. that 's the reality like mm. who painted this picture that all black people are if you never met a black person mm. so every single every single situation is just continuing to to perpetuate this notion of who we are and so on, as though white people are allowed to be individuals, but black people have to be a homogenous group. Yeah. And that happens because of systematic white right supremacy, making black people play certain roles in films, mm. making black people do certain things in, 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 in stores, not expecting black people to be barristers. Like, it, mm. we are create like, the world in all of those things is creating this narrative that it
2: could
1: move.
3: Eli here. From the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. We know you're busy. We know you got things to do. We're gonna cut this conversation right here. But we're gonna resume again next week for another part. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Give me five minutes podcast. <laughs>